listeners, welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic, the podcast, spiritual musings, sometimes amusing. I'm Tracy, and I'm Laura. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome back to Turns Out She's Psychic. Hello. Hello, How Tracy. I'm <laughs> good. We do this every time. I know. I was listening back to the last episode the other day that we did in the Irish ghost stories Mm -hmm. and with the the colonel that ejaculated. (laughs) Mm. Do you know, I wish I had said it at the time when we were recording because it would have been so funny. It was already funny, but it would have even been funnier. You thought it was funny. I did think of a funny, I thought of the funny when we were recording, but I thought it was quite rude to say it. But then when I was listening back, I'm like, that's not too rude. Like we're pretty rude sometimes. Like what I was going to say was not that rude. And I wish I had said it, Mm. which was, because he ended up dying. Remember like the, the banshee was coming and it was his death warning, not his wives or his children. He was was worried about everyone else. Yeah. Mm. And I should have said it at the time, at least he got to ejaculate one more time before he died. (laughs) Oh gosh. And there you go. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) I love how you saved that. You you saved that in the pocket and you're like, I'm going to mention this next time we're recording. I'm going to bring it up again so I can have my moment. (laughs) Yep. Because I listened to it in the car and I was like, damn it, I wish I'd said that. Well, you have now. Does it feel good? I have now. Not as funny, but hey. Oh, it was funny. I can see. I can see why. I dig it. Mm-hmm. What are we going to talk about today? Um, well, I thought it would be very useful to do a series on chakras because we've done one episode in our first season that I had so much fun naming chakra to me. And you love that. I do. I like saying it. It's fun to say. Anyway, so I thought if we did a series on chakras, that might be useful not only for myself but for our listeners too, hopefully. Because there's so much to it. And in that episode that we did, I was talking a lot about emotional frequencies that sit inside of chakras, not sort of a larger aspect of chakras as well. So we're going to do a chakra an episode? Yes. Yes, Yes, please. So they might not be like. Serious. Yeah, that's right. They might not be sort of marathon episodes. And, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. But I think they will be really useful for anybody who's interested in these energy centres or, um, yeah, just wants to know more about them. So then uh, mm-hmm. there are, you know, it's good. Like it's so useful to understand them and figure out what it's all about. And if anyone hasn't listened to Chakra to me yet, definitely recommend that as a warm-up. But in saying that, it's not essential. Would you agree? Yeah, I totally agree. Cool. Um, it is a very popular episode though, isn't it? Yes, it is. And also mm. the other thing I was going to say, because obviously with this chat and with speaking with someone like yourself who has such a uh, altered perception <laughs> on things. <laughs> That's what we're going with now, altered perception. Alt- altered <laughs> perception. Such a different level of understanding, which is such a... Um, a wonderful treat for not only myself but our listeners to be able to have access to. So I don't ever want to um, not acknowledge that. No, I think it's so lovely that we get to chat with you and you allow me in enough to ask some questions. So I want to obviously thank you for that. But um, yeah. the whole point of saying that was, you know, I've got my handy little uh, Pinterest folder that has guided me into the areas that I find interesting or what might not be the usual things that you look up. Um, But, you know, essentially we can all sort of Google chakra information and there's lots out there, but getting to speak with you and your altered level of perceptions is incredibly (laughs) handy. That really, um, that really explains things in a different way that other people cannot, they don't have the ability to explain. So that's why I think this series would be, pretty insightful and interesting you know all of those things I mean I don't know everything about chakras I'm definitely not a chakra expert yeah um and what I do know about chakras uh learnt is 
from what I've needed to learn based off of what I've experienced as a psychic medium and through my own healing. And then I've gone and learned what the fuck was that and figured it out. Yeah. So it's not like I would be a chakra expert in any way, shape or form, but I, I know enough yeah. to, yeah, I know enough to get everyone through, yeah. um, but it's definitely not a, um, a, what's the word? Like a Forte. Uh, comprehensive yeah. um, take on chakras. So please forgive me um, for <laughs> not knowing everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I know enough and I know enough to get myself through and my clients. So yeah. And it's one um, of those things, I suppose, when you do what you do, it's part of the story for you. It's part of the whole picture that you see. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah like, and that's a great point because I am a medical medium. It is mm. what I can do. Um, and I do do it almost in every session, just not as a whole. So like, I don't do a whole one hour medical medium Scan. session. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I take up. in the whole. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just there because I want to know what's for your highest good. Sure. And so that is obviously part in parcel of what would be for your highest good. So there's that aspect to it. And uh, I, as with everything that I talk about or claim to know or teach or have an awareness of and my perception, it comes from experience, like my experience, yep. not like from reading something and then regurgitating it. So it's um, that real learning through living, not yeah. learning through years of studying Study under someone books. else. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so obviously there are times where I have done that with certain things, mm-hmm. but there are some aspects to what I do in my particular flavour, in my particular way that is just self-taught and I don't even think that I could teach it to someone. You yeah, know, because it's, just, it's your innate ability. Yeah, and it's my relationship with my guides. Yeah. Um, the conversations and the development of my abilities and how I've morphed it and, and nurtured it and grown it to lean in certain directions. Yeah. So when it comes to chakras, you know, I, I don't know whether I did this in the Chakra Tumi episode but I or if I've even mentioned it before, but I see emotional, physical, and mental bodies, like holograms almost, is probably the best way that I can describe it. Cool. And it's kind of like they're on grids and they have like a density to them as well. So um, I'm able to see, and and you look at the the seven main chakras, but they go down the center of the body. So for our listeners who haven't listened to Chakra Tumi or aren't really familiar with chakras, we have hundreds of chakras, well, not hundreds, we have like 102, I think, or 112 um, chakras in our body, but we have seven that are the main centers that run down the middle of our body. So you'll have that rainbow um, that you might see sometimes. So there's the red, the orange, the yellow, the green, the blue, the purple, and then the clear. So um, the the visions that I see, the physical, the mental, and the emotional, for me, what I'm looking at is what's for your highest good in terms of how can I improve your human experience? Um, and how can I how can I get your frequency to raise? And so I'll look at um, like shadowing over each of those three bodies, and I see where the shadow sits, and I break it up into the chakra zones. So mm. if they're shadowing over your like your pelvis or shadowing over your heart chakra, then I know that. Um, and if that's in the physical body, mm-hmm. then I know that your emotional and mental frequency has been there so long that it has physically manifested into your physical form and it's actually an illness that you have or a disease within the body. That's Most of the so time cool. people are aware with it at that stage, uh, aware that they're sick or that. ill or whatever, Yeah. and sometimes they're not aware. So I have to, and I'm usually given the insight and the intelligence, I receive the intelligence that, kind of gives me the idea of whether or not this person knows. And I just change my delivery and my language around how I how I bring about what I'm seeing. Um, because like I've always said, anything that comes up in a reading, it's not for me to decide whether you get to hear it or not. Like I, I don't play God and and the decider. Like I'm not, that's yeah. not my decision. Like my, my, it's not my thing to make. Uh, it's just how I share it. That's what it comes down to. So Obviously, the first thing that I want to do is like I'm always hoping that when I look at the physical 
physical, mental, and emotional bodies that there is nothing in the physical body. I'm always hoping that there isn't something the in there. Plane. What did you say? Yeah, hologram. Yeah. That's the last hologram. Yeah, it's kind. Oh, well, that's that? like the best way to describe it. Yeah, no, but I love like, that. In, I can picture so, like, that. What mm. I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. So, like you know, like in I remember seeing it for the first time in the show Hawaii Five O, <laughs> and they're like investigators. That. It's just so much fun. They're like cops. But <laughs> I love that you've seen it. <laughs> and they have like it was when like hologram um, sort of came out, and they use technology to throw the hologram up on the wall so yeah. everyone can see it and they move their hands around like this but it was it like way back in like the early. minority report yeah 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 that's so only... it's kind of like that so if you can uh-huh. visualize what it's so like cool. for me that's what it's like yeah but then I can zoom in as well so if I <laughs> see for example that there is a shadowing over the root chakra zone so the root chakra zone goes from your pelvic bone down yeah to so your perineum it, all of the Yes, but it also rules your lower extremities. Okay. See, I thought there were different chakras down there. No. Right. So you've got, so it rules your foot, your feet, legs, your asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Anus. Sorry. I can't, I cannot, I can't (laughs) let that go without saying something. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. We'll get back to the programming right now. Um. And so, and also like the lower part of your bowel and your lower intestine, like kind of all that stuff that sits in your body below your pelvic bone. All that junk, all that junk inside your trunk. Your trunk. That one. It's that one. Yes. Sorry, not sorry. So if I see shadowing over someone's like thigh. Uh Uh-huh. Then that's root chakra. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so everything kind of comes back to a center. So there's so much to, to look at for, for all of the shadowing, so much to look at. And that's where it would be like, God, to try and explain that would be <laughs> like, if I could talk it out while I was doing it, that would be the best way to do it. But try to explain it when you're not in it. Doing it's it. very, yeah. yeah. So yeah, fair enough. In, in a nutshell though, when, when we want to bring it back to the chakra. So like if, there is shadowing over the um, like lower abdomen. So around where your belly button is and lower, but not as low as your root chakra where your pelvic bone is. So just that area where we sort of like, oh, I've got period pain and we hold that part of our belly. Yeah. All um, the pe- like the baby pooch, like the mama tummy pooch mm-hmm. um, and a pot belly, that kind of space. Um, that is sacral. Yes. And so even though I can see that there are physical issues going on, yes, we have to have medical intervention potentially. When yes, it gets we to have that to stage, treat. yeah. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. it can be something so minor. Like I could see like a shadowing in the root chakra area on someone's, you know, thigh and it could be that they've got like a burn, okay. like, a, like a superficial skin yep. wound as opposed to something deep down inside. So but if they've where knocked- they're in, like walked into a wall and bumped their knee, that's not necessarily a physical manifestation of a uh, emotional or mental wound. No, it almost always is. Really? You're not just yeah. unco? No. So the universe will get you to, like there are no accidents. So like me with my mm, foot, for example. Okay, yep. Um, Your poor little foot. <sighs> don't even. So <laughs> it's. What, what I'm trying to get at is that there is that physical aspect to it and that's where it goes beyond my call because I'm not a doctor and I don't know how to treat yeah. a lot of things You've never like claimed that. to so, be a doctor. <laughs> yeah. no. You are and many so, things. <laughs> yeah. So there are some times where I might say to a client, look, um, so, so there's a few things that I look at as well with the shadowing. So the shadowing is it a light shadow or is it a very heavy, dark black shadow? Okay. Is it yep. pulsing? Is it out of, like, is it a pure, like, round kind of shadow or is it distorted, like a mole? It's like, is a mole, like, losing its shape and, like, that's when you've got to worry about it? Um, so I'm looking at the different aspects of the shadowing as well. Quite often if the shadowing is a lighter colour, and it just appears to just be just there, like it doesn't seem to be moving or active, then usually the person won't even know that there's something wrong. Okay. Um, 
And so in that case, I'll say to them, look, I can see this is happening. So what I would be expecting is, and, and then we'll go to the emotional and the mental, but what you can be expecting is that if you do happen to get a pain, a discomfort, a change in the overall situation of what you're experiencing, then I suggest that you do take yourself to mm-hmm. a doctor to be seen um, because at this stage it's going to be preventable, curable, or manageable. So if it is not a light colour and it's a darker, darker shade and it's like doing some funky stuff, then you, usually the person will know. Um, do you mean funky stuff? Does it move like, or pulsate? Yeah, it moves. Or... Oh, Pulses, wow. it moves. Sometimes I can hear it. Wow. What does it say? Like, no, it buzzes. Oh. What does it say? <laughs> yes. Hello. You have a sore foot. <laughs> your ass you have is sore. excess shit <laughs> in your poop valve. <laughs> Go do a poop. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> Oh, I was I was only asking because when you say it was dark in colour or lighter, so does the darker indicate their awareness or it's more ingrained? It's been their longer standing. Yeah, the darker is the more intense, the more more calcified, some would say. Yeah. So the longer it's been there and the more potential it has to kick off to something sinister. Okay. Because the way you were describing how you see things with the shadowing, um, the shape, how definitive it is, how light or dark it is, you were really describing um, ultrasound images as well, which it's all frequency. It's all sound frequency, the way an image comes up. If if it's a harder object, it's darker. If it's um, a bit more softer, less texture, it's lighter. How big, how small it is, it all depends on on the makeup of the thing itself. And hearing you say that, it's probably a lot like like if you look at lung x-rays as well, like when you see the white cloud over someone's lungs. Yeah, in, that's in TV fluid. shows and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like it's always a bad thing when you see the white <laughs> stuff over someone's lungs. I've had some really good lung x-rays. Have you ever had some... x-rays where you've seen things stuffed up people's hoo-hahs? yeah. Yeah, they're my favourite. What's in there? (laughs) Well, this is the Root Chakra episode, so I guess it's totally relevant. Um, Yeah. What do you see in your x-rays as your extra (laughs) self? (laughs) In my old job, there was, well, where I worked, we were pulling them out, but the x-rays were always on the wall because that was very interesting. You had to look at that. So doorknobs. Let everybody see it. Remote handles. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah, like because like, there's some, um, we had them in our old house. Not that this event ever happened in my old house, but you could get um, <laughs> ones that you could pull off. Like there was a little bit that stayed on the wall and the rest was like this hollow phallus shape, I suppose. And it was rubbery and it was flexible and clearly something that would be completely appropriate to pop in your back passage. Your but back anyway, passage. I did, back passage. I did work oh, in a nursing you home. that one in there, didn't you? Yes, that's how, you, that's how you talk. You slipped it in there. <laughs> it didn't, didn't slip. It was quite some effort and equally as much to get it back out again. But I worked in a nursing home and a gentleman popped one in his back passage and it wasn't until, because it was a bit, you know, he had a little bit of dementia and everything as well, and it wasn't until day three where he hadn't done a poo on his bow chart, so he got checked out. And sure enough, he had been saying for three days, there's a doorknob up my bum. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. <laughs> there sure is. He's right. Off he goes to hospital. Oh, that that was best. when I was a student nurse. Yeah. So how do you memories. get it out? You give them an anaesthetic and Make then sense. depends how high up it is. Sometimes you can get a little sort of wire lasso, like an oversized <laughs> suture, really strong one. You can, you can hook it out. Oh, but I sometimes everyone see the movement that you did. Yeah. Like you just did the lasso movement. I did. I did. They're very good. They're often used at um, tying off the bases of appendix as well. That's their normal use. Anyhow, if it's a candle and it's been up there a little while guy and just and someone's there like spreading his cheeks and there's Laura at the end like with her little lasso like looking up the <laughs> asshole like I'm going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's definitely 
definitely not my job. There's an actual surgeon that does that. I just cheer them on from from the sidelines and act. I'm actually very professional at work. You wouldn't know it when no, I talk not. to you. You are not. <laughs> I totally am. You're totally not. Totally am. Especially back then when I was behaving myself a lot more than what I do these days. Mm-hmm. Anyway, candles okay. can't do that because they break up. So yeah. you've just got to keep scraping them out. Oh. So what else? Orange, apples, deodorant cans, shampoo Why bottles. Right? I can't imagine why people would do round things. Like I how know. do you ever think that's going to come out? Oh, I just, I, I don't know. I've got no answers, only much more questions, many, many more questions. Giant dildos. Oh, can we course. like do an episode on that? How is that relevant like to this? Patreon. It's podcast. not. We'll put it on oh, Patreon. Okay, that's a good idea. <laughs> we have gone so off topic. I do apologize. I know. I know. I don't. That was great. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm sorry. So sorry, everybody. Toy soldiers. Okay. And that really was the kicker for me because I'm like, but why? Like, that's very pointy. Toy what soldier. A toy soldier. Oh. Yep. Go figure. Like a big one or like a No, little, little one? ones. Numerous. Like little, like um, little green ones that you get yes. from Toy Story. Yep. Yep. Wow. Few of them. Yeah. Ouch. Wow. They cause damage too. Yeah. 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 Don't put things there that can hurt you. <gasps> don't put things don't there. Do it. Don't do it. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> don't put things there. Don't. Some things, anyway. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, I don't want to kink shame anybody, but just, you know, think about it. Think about it from a health perspective for your body. Like respect your your anal track and, yes. and your, yes. your bit. Will it perforate? Then maybe yeah. not. Yes. Yeah. Blunt, soft. Ouchy. Anyhow. So going back to the root chakra. You sure? Yes. Sorry about all that smut talk. To our lovely <laughs> listeners that are still with us that actually want to know a little bit more about the root chakra. Okay. We'll let's get that. Okay. You'll just so. dial it back. I loved mm-hmm. how you were explaining the different images from the mental, emotional, physical, the shadowing. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we went south when we started talking about lung x-rays. X-rays and I started talking about ultrasounds. But the yeah. way you described it. It actually right. is. You're spot on. It was. I it think. was. Yeah. yeah, well, very, you know, it makes sense when you think about it that way. It does. it does. And I just love it so much that my husband's a sonographer. That's the only reason how I have been bar part, like, bipartisan learning. But, mm. yeah, so he, you know, he speaks in frequency all day, every day and works with an ultrasound so interesting. wand that's powered by crystals. So, you know, go figure. <laughs> that's cool calling Merlin. That? Yeah. <laughs> But they're the images that he works with and that's how he is able to discriminate, you know, how, you know, the, obviously the placement, the size of the plaque, what what it's made up of and he he's able to learn and understand what it's made up of um, from what he's looking at. Is it dark? Is it light? Mm. Where's it moving? What's the shape it's of it? It's fascinating. Yeah. So it's yeah. pretty cool. So he, you know, he triages, oh, I need to let the doctor knows straight away or I'll write mm-hmm. the report and then send it through and, and I'll just give him a heads up or, you know, that sort of thing. So it all yeah. depends on what it looks like. And I just love yeah. how you described it. There was so many similarities in how you see things. Fascinating. Tis, tis. Tis. And then the protocol is obviously the same as well. You know, like what I see depend, like will depend on my kind of guidance as to what I think that someone should do. Yeah. Um, but Ultimately, if there's nothing in that physical body, that's that's ideal. That's obviously better. Yeah, because it hasn't but, manifested. Yes. But what I also look at too is um, ancestral and Ooh. some past life, but mostly ancestral. Okay. So their guides are able to show me um, ancestral um, and genetic conditions, diseases, um, deformities, like all different kind of potential problems that this person has got in their ancestral DNA. Because they're just carrying um, it. Yeah. And so yeah. quite often women's cancer gets picked up. Um heart attacks get picked up. Uh infertility does not get picked up. Wow. For, for me, I don't pick up okay. I don't pick up ancestral infertility. I no. pick up infertility, but not ancestral infertility. Oh hey, well maybe I could. It's just never it? happened. Oh, yeah, maybe see, it just never happened. I thought if it was going to happen, I thought you would have been able to see that in me. 
not that I've been 100% in, infertile, obviously. I've got no. two healthy I babies. I, don't, I didn't ever have your permission to yeah. do that at that stage. Yeah, don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, um, interesting. So once it's moved out of the physical or there's nothing in the physical, yes. um, and, and even if there is something in the physical, I have this conversation, but in terms of the what to do if things get worse or what to do now or whatever. But what I'm what I'm interested in and what I can help people with is the emotional and the mental um, bodies, which um, yeah. are going to feed back to what your soul lessons are. Okay. So if you've got issues in your root chakra, so any density in your root chakra at all, whether it's shadows in the physical, mental, or emotional, what we're looking at is specific um, disturbances or uh, sort of inconsistencies in your life that might reflect in being homeless or feeling like that you don't belong somewhere, um, a relationship ending, like a marriage ending, a loss, like a grief or a child loss. Um, losing, like, it might sound silly, but like losing uh, a body part, like a breast or your breasts or, um, you know, your balls or your leg or whatever, like. Yeah. Real identity crisis kind of things. Yeah. Um, because the root chakra spiritually is your center of belonging. I like to refer to it as home and, If you can, if you can create, I love working with my one-on-one clients, like my mentoring clients, and I go through their chakras and getting them all to come to their root chakra is just like the biggest win. It is, there's no feeling like it because Mm -hmm. it's when they realize that even though they're alone, they're not lonely and they get to the point for the first time in their life where they realize that I actually like myself. They're complete. And I am safe in me. It doesn't matter where I am or who I am with or what I am doing. Mm. I know me. And right here, right now, I am okay. I am safe. I am loved. Yeah. Yeah. And that is such a beautiful gift to give yourself. And I love being able to guide people to get to that point where they give that to themselves. There's nothing like it. So I'm always looking at, you know, like, um, people sometimes in their root chakra, it's very common, and this will make sense to probably 90% of our listeners, it's very common for people to have lower back issues, like lower back aching, lower Hello. back pain, sciatic pain. <laughs> yep. That is a symbolism energetically of feeling unsupported. Yep. But quite often, uh, and, and so that goes hand in hand as well with not feeling like you belong, not feeling good enough, not feeling like um, you're safe, not feeling like you can thrive. So it's that fight, flight, and freeze. And so the lower backache, even though you might feel unsupported or when I say to you, are you feeling unsupported? And the person doesn't really put two and two together until I say it. And they're like, holy shit. Yeah. I feel like, you know, like I'm a single mom or like I'm doing all the stuff at work or I'm caring for my ailing mother and all my siblings are doing fuck all or whatever. They can put it together. But the thing is that ultimately it's about, are you showing up for you? So we see from a space of like, oh yeah, I feel unsupported because my siblings aren't showing up or my husband or my wife or my partner isn't supporting me or pulling the weight emotionally or mentally or physically. Or, it's easy to you know, see, point the finger at other people as to why you are the way you are. It is. And that is all a representation and opportunity for you to see what's inside of yourself that you're not doing for yourself. So ultimately in the end, are you showing up for you? Are you supporting you? No, because you're mm. being a martyr some of yeah. the time. You're not advocating you're not for yourself. Resting. Yeah. yeah, you're not resting. You're not nourishing. You're not asking for help because maybe maybe a little bit passive aggressive. Who knows? Because that's quite common as well. But it's all stuff. That I'm sorry, are you a, giving me a reading right now? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. It's all maybe very, past me. Um, <laughs> I'm recovering. <laughs> I'll look at your face. You're like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm just ignoring, ignore, 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 get back on track. <laughs> yeah, you do that. Um, the It's a slippery slope though because the root chakra, the people that need a lot of attention in their root chakra, um, the louder the the louder the pain is that's in the emotional and mental and the physical really is just the sore lower back, um, which I know, like I've had that before too. And I know you can't just call it a, just a sore lower back because sometimes it can be excruciating and debilitating. debilitating. I, I, yeah. I 
totally empathize with that. But um, quite often that is um, the body's way of saying to you, sit down and stop, like just sit down, sit down and rest, sit down and put your legs up, sit down and lay down, like get off your butt, stop working your butt off. Like it's really, the body speaks to us in the most obvious ways. Hmm. And even though it's just a sore lower back and there's nothing medically wrong apart from an aching back, which comes up to posture and all that kind of stuff. And so root chakra also controls the, the lower part of the vertebrae. And it also has, it's attached to the blood. And so like, if you're, if you're not feeling supported, then chances are you're, you're holding your breath. You're a breath mm-hmm. holder as well. And so often root chakra and heart chakra people go hand in hand. Oh. And most people will come to someone like me or, or experience and be happier to actually talk about the heart chakra stuff and not the root chakra stuff. Because the heart chakra stuff almost seems easier to talk about than mm. that I'm not supporting myself. And Emotional I don't feel safe. deep-rooted foundational stuff. Yeah, and almost more um, like truth, hard truth. Yeah. It's a bit of a slap around the face, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, like someone's grabbing your head and making you look in a mirror until you actually see the clear picture. Yeah, and unfortunately with the chakras, you can't start at the heart chakra. No, that's The heart right. chakra will always be skewed if the root chakra is fucked. Because that's the foundation, that's your base. It's the first chakra. Yeah. It's where the energy comes up through. And depending on, you know, the um, the schooling, the the school of teaching or thought that you come from, you know, that's where the, the serpent rises, the kundalini energy and mm, everything comes up. Yeah. And so there's that blockage. So it has to be clear for it. It yeah. has to be turning and traveling up. Um, so um, when I, and, and you know me, like I'm straight to the, um, straight to the point. So very much, it, is this how you feel? And mm. Quite often the way that I like to do it is just completely disarm people in that they already feel safe. safe. Yeah. Yeah. They feel safe. I've created something that they're not creating for themselves. Yeah. And then they experience it, what it feels like. And then I show them how to do what I just did for them, but for themselves. Yeah. And it's not hard. Mm. It's hard to get to that point, but it's once you get to that point, it's really easy. To maintain, you mean? Once Very learnt, easy. Yeah. Them Very again. easy. So I've got something from my handy Pinterest folder that just says, you know, the basic sort of elements of the chakras. And I'll just read out the root chakra. So it says, like you were saying, connected to our basic need for survival, i.e. food, sleep and safety. It is our link to the earth. It represents our connection to the physical world and our sense of belonging, the base for our life force, development, Um. Yeah, and stability. Yeah, that's it. Thoughts? And yes. so so um, when your life around you is showing you or trying to exacerbate that pain, try to it's like giving you a pain and you're sitting in your suffering by avoiding mm-hmm. what's causing the pain. And what's causing the pain is that you're not providing a safe environment for yourself. You're not providing a secure environment for yourself that you can trust that you feel like um you are strong that you feel capable and grounded and none of those people or circumstance or situation can ever do that for you there is false sense of it yeah and a lot of people go through their entire lives living in that false sense especially our past generations, that's just how they were because they weren't woke. Uh, yeah, so, and it's not sustainable. Like if someone mm. is enabling you to feel a certain way for a certain amount of time, once they stop doing that, you're just going to go back to your default. Correct, which is a lot what I talk about with couples or with families or even healers that are learning or just getting sick or fucking stuff up because they're not doing it with a full um, awareness of what they're doing when they're doing it. It's like they're meddling, Mm. but they don't mean to. They just, they want to help. And so they're doing Mm. whatever they can, Mm. throwing spaghetti at the wall. But 
Um, it's, you it's really about... are talking about me this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, it's really, um, it, yeah, it, like you said, it's like having that hard look in the mirror. So there's nowhere else to look but at the truth. And it's about realizing that the truth is, does set you free. It's not scary at all. Like the suffering yeah. is scary. That's what, the suffering yeah. is shit. Yeah. And we're all bending over backwards with sore backs and sore assholes and Literally. sore knees and feet. Mm. Just taking to it. try and avoid. Yeah. <laughs> to try and avoid feeling safe and secure in ourselves. Because yet, some people mistakenly think better the devil you know. Most people do. Yeah. Because and change is scary. Absolutely. Um, and also there is such a bullshit like uh, like okay this really grinds my gears Ooh, and can't half um, tell go on <laughs> and it's not like I'm not like attached to it or before anyone bothers to come at me <laughs> with anything but it grinds my gears that um the notion of self-love and self-care needs to stop being um prettied up it really needs to stop being about <laughs> bubble baths and yeah. nails and Botox and getting my hair done and, you know, going for a sauna or it needs to stop because it's preventing, it's it's keeping people in the fluff, you know, like it's preventing them from actually giving them self-love. Mm. It really is. And self-love includes tough love. Self-love includes needing to do the hard things so that we we can love ourselves. It's like if you're if you're someone that's listening and you've got a child, when you know you have to get your child to bed and you say it's bedtime, you have to go to bed yeah. because you know that if they don't sleep, then that's a nightmare. And you know that they can't have all of the candy and the ice cream. Yeah, and telling the cake. them no, even though they're going to cry. Telling you them know no. They're gonna cry. Yeah. Yeah. And there's pain there, but you know better. And you know that tough it's love, out of love. Like they don't understand yeah. it. Yeah. No. And you're doing yeah. it because you're looking after them. Right. But we're afraid to tell ourselves no. And when we do tell ourselves no, it's for the weirdest shit. It's for the weirdest reasons because quite often people do tell themselves no, no, I won't do that for myself, but I'll Which do all of these for things self. for everyone else. Yeah, yeah. that sort of they thing. They reject themselves. Yeah. And so the... Opposite They're not valuing themselves. Yeah. Correct. And that's what mm. self-love is. And self-love might mean that, you know what? No, you have to sit down and you have to shut up and you have to do some work. Mm-hmm. Or you have to face this. You have to cry. Yeah. You know, like putting the we have to get it. you to cry. It's yeah. going to feel like shit, but it's it going to go. feel better in the long run. Just yeah. let it out. Don't cling on do to it. that shit that will make you sick. Mm-mm. Call it what it is. Get yeah. angry. Be angry. Yeah. Just express it in a way that's not harmful to that's, you or to anyone. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's self-love. That is. So. That's what we're here You know, for. I wish that I could do more to affect change or influence change around the idea of what self-love is. And I'd love to have bigger conversations about that at some point. Well, because... we'll do another episode. But it's so um, relevant here in Root Chakra because this is where it all begins. That's it. And once yeah. you have a different understanding of what that looks like, the mm-hmm. only way up, the only way is up, brother. Yeah. And so if I you're have, someone yeah. that has um, root chakra yeah. stuff and quite deep root chakra stuff, then you better be aware that your parents or one of your parents probably does too, which mm. comes a lot to do with why you feel rejected overarching. It's like you come with this kind of handicap. How common like you is you come it? with. Do you see what? it lots, lots of root I chakra stuff? Majority of the time. Yep. So very common. Very common. Mm. Um, like most people, most humans on the planet. Especially um, our age, grow up not really connected or knowing or mm-hmm. or have yeah. an altered sense of it. <laughs> yeah. Different alteration to yours. Yeah. And then they become fixated on like, I'm a good person. I'm doing all these good things. Why is life still kicking me in the balls? And it's like, why well, me? Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we know how I feel about that victim. Yeah. 
victim stance. So a lot of victims sit in root chakra area. Um, a lot of passive aggression aggression sits in root chakra area as well. And it's all just survival. It's all just coping that's mechanisms. And that's where but the idea to. is that you can, everyone, I believe everyone can, if they choose to be open and go along and surrender, everyone can get to the point where their root chakra is perfect mm, hope. for them. I have um, um, three. Oh, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was just, I've, I found another little Pinterest image that I really like because there's mm. examples of blocked, balanced, and overactive for each yep. chakra. So mm-hmm. for the root, when it says blocked, exactly what you were saying, fearful, anxious, unsure, financial instability, and ungrounded. Mm-hmm. That's Agreed? emotional and mental. Yeah. 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 So physically, they'll have a sore lower back, a sore asshole, sore <laughs> hips, sore knees, sore feet, mm-hmm. skin, like leg problems. They'll consistently hit their legs, feet, knees, knee recos. All of They're that. all indicators of root chakra stuff. Wow. So that's, um yeah, so that's a, uh, well, here in this column, that's in the blocked. And then if it says overactive as opposed to mm-hmm. balanced, it says greedy, lust for power aggressive, materialistic, and cynical. I found that column interesting. Yeah, that's not, I'm really glad that you brought that up because it's not talked about very often, Um, but quite often an overactive um, root chakra comes with imbalances in the solar plexus and the sacral and often with narcissism. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. So I see, yeah, so I see a lot of borderline personality and narcissistic diagnosed not people that yeah. just like oh my god they're a narcissist just because it's a fun that's word a buzzword say. yeah oh god don't just ask me to spell in. it <laughs> no i know right it's like femininity oh, don't gosh. even bother it's a good one. um yeah so like true narcissistic and um borderlines um they often have an over stimulator an over active yeah, root oh, chakra okay mm. i love well it's not that i love that that's fascinating mm. Um, and then yeah, for- I recently mm. I have a client overseas and who's a week to week client and she's single and she recently met a, a guy who um, she's like, can you tell me what you think? And obviously I don't have his permission, <laughs> so I can only go yeah. to certain things. And I have my ways of being able to get around that rule, but um, straight away I just knew that this person was going to be super, super, super controlling. So one Yikes. of those love bombers. Head for the hills. And, yeah, and then controlling. Anyway, so Very. she didn't listen. Oh. And it ended up turning to the point where the police got involved. Wow. And one of the things that I was able to see with him was his root chakra, his sacral, and his solar. And, so and I just knew. I was like, this guy is borderline personality with narcissistic tendencies, and he's also dangerous. Like there are some people that are like that that, have the potential to kick on to actual physical violence. And then there's some that are just mentally and emotionally fucked up and they will fuck everyone up in their paths, but there are some that will turn physical and his would have been shooting. Wow. Mm. And when we found out, when I found out more about this person, um, that was an absolute 100% potential likelihood fascinates me that someone goes mm. to this trouble to ask for your opinion and then still has an inability to act on it well it's kind of a different situation a difficult situation because this person lived on the other side of the country and so the person came oh, over okay. for a work thing and said do you want to catch up that's how they met sort of thing no they met they, I don't know how they met the first time, but then oh, the right. next time this person came over to meet Not her. Not local, right. Yeah. And then the event that they went to, because she, she went with him to the event and she was just like, oh, my God, get me out of here. So she went home. Not the next good. day she went to work or to the gym or something. She came home and he was standing in her apartment. Far out. Because mm-hmm. he'd, he'd seen her type in her key code to get oh into her gosh. apartment. And he was just standing in there and wouldn't let her leave. So... Um, root chakra, like it, it, it can be, yeah, yeah, yep. It My can God. be dangerous. Yeah, it's a good Very indication. Dangerous. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Also, um, <clears throat> like a lot of serial killers and um, 
people who are psychopaths and things like that, they have fucked up root chakras. I just thought of a question when you. Yeah. Can you do a chakra, I don't know, scan, would you call it, on someone that's passed over or from a photo of a dead person? Or do they have to be alive in order for you? Like, because they're spinning, like they're an alive thing, aren't they? Yeah. No, I can't. And I don't know if anyone could. I have no idea, but I can't. I, I just tried of, and I can't. <laughs> as I as I was asking that question, I'm like, oh, that'd be cool if you could see a photo and mm. then and view it. Great but question. then as I was asking, I was thinking, it's an alive thing. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to see someone breathe when they're dead. So why would you be able to see their chakras mm-hmm. and how balanced they are? It was a good question that? though. Yeah, until I answered it for myself while it was spewing out my mouth. It, anyway. it was a great working out yeah. though. <laughs> Ten bonus points for showing you working out. <laughs> You're so kind. <laughs> I swear, if everybody could see your eyes, she's just like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. No, you're not. You're you're the sweetest. (laughs) Um, I love how you indulge me. So the other column I have is balance and it says Mm -hmm. safe, secure, centred, grounded and happy to be alive. Mm -hmm. Also a grounded root chakra is someone who is firm in who they are, like someone who you just know knows themselves, Mm. like they're going to be the same person on any given day in front of any given crowd. Like, you know what you're going to get. Yep. Yeah, they just, they are who they are and you get what you get. I um, love so being around people like that. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. And there are lots of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that people that are like that usually are quite solo flyers. Yeah. Because we're we're acutely aware of people that aren't like us. But then also there's a flip side to someone who they are what they are and they're not going to work on themselves because that's just how I am and that's it. Don't care. Yeah, but that person's not pleasant to be around. No, that's true. Yep. Yep. Good point. That's someone with an, a definite not good root chakra. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> I love that. Someone's got a doorknob up its ass. <laughs> There's something there. <laughs> it shouldn't be there because it's making a shadow. <laughs> Remove. Well, um, I've got some crystals that are good for the root yes, chakra please. as well. But please Goody. don't stick them up any holes. They're not going in so, that area. Just no. on your so, person, not in your person. Yep. I've so bloodstone. Mm. Bloodstone's a great crystal for the root chakra. It's my it's my go-to for root chakra. Mm, okay. Um, and bloodstone is like a, for those who are listening who don't know what it is and would like a visual, it is like a really, really dark green and it's got red, like red kind of flex. veins through it sometimes, flex. Like sometimes it's veiny, sometimes it's flecky. Um, but you kind of got to sort of move it in the light to see the red it's really dark like if you don't have your glasses on and you're looking at it you'd say that was a black rock if you're tracy (laughs) (laughs) i may have said it was a black rock um so that's bloodstone and then tiger's eye as well that's a really good one for um it's it's a really good one for grounding and also for communicating that space of the root chakra so tiger's eye is like a a goldy bronzy color with black Mm. lines like a tiger um, and then there's hematite, which is like a bullet. It's like it's like a silver, like a grey silver, like a chrome. It looks, it reminds me of mercury, of what yeah. mercury would look like if it was solid. Yeah, and it kind of looks liquid. like, yeah, it does. And then it also looks like a dull pyrite. Mm, yeah. Um, but hematite, um, you can get two types of hematite. You can get hematite that's magnetic and hematite that's not. Oh, I did not know. So get the one that's not. Okay. Um, fire agate, not really a fan of agates, um, but I saw it so I thought I'd say it. Um, <laughs> black tourmaline, because um, that helps you, black tourmaline helps you stay protected and grounded while you do your work. Mm-hmm. So it, it allows like space for you to look at yourself in the mirror. What about the other black ones like onyx or and obsidian and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, they're good. They're like they're not really good for work. Like uh-huh. when I'm thinking of these crystals, I'm thinking of like doing work on your root chakra. Tools. Like if you know yeah. that you've got like yeah, root chakra stuff or to support you on your journey of root mm. chakra work. Um, but obsidian and onyx, they're more like um 
they're more for specific purposes. Like um, I've got like a, I've got an Onyx just here actually. So like Onyx is really good to protect you from electromagnetic fields and things like that. So mm. they're, they're, they're kind of, they're, they've got different properties that don't align with the root chakra. So good to know because when you look at it and if you're just thinking, oh, it's it's a colour match. Not always. Know. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Tiger's Eye. That's my favourite. Yeah. I sometimes like it. It depends on the piece. Like I'm really picky with my crystals. Mm. Like I have yeah. to, it's the piece. Um, hi, Dashi. Hi. Do you like Tiger's Eye too, Dashi? <laughs> he likes it when someone walks in the door. Oh, um. Okay. There's also um, like foods as well that you yes. can eat to support your root chakra. So generally the rule of thumb is dashi. No, it's just Harley. Relax. <laughs> generally the rule of thumb with food is to eat the color of the chakra. Mm. Um, there are some sort of um, alternatives to that too, though. Like, so for the root chakra, you eat root vegetables. Yes, because they're the grounded, they're growing in the ground, in the earth. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's the energy that you want to connect to. So if a part of what you need to do is get grounded into your strength, into yourself, into your truth, into your core, into your home and your center, then mm. root vegetables are amazing for that. So if you're feeling a little bit frazzled or a little bit dis like disjointed or a little bit fractured by something that might have happened or whatever, it root vegetables like yeah, like a great like roast pumpkin soup or roast veggies and roast beets and things like that would be amazing just to fill up a plate and go to town on stuff like that, just to help you ground your energy back in and, and bring you back to your center. Love that. Um, but other things too, like tomatoes, if you can eat tomatoes, um, they're really great for your root chakra, as well as um, peppers, like capsicums and things like that. They're really good as well. They'll help stimulate um and then like you've got cherries and um anything that's like a red beetroot is amazing for the root chakra um and then the thing too though is for the root chakra is to stay away from meat mm. so just you you just don't want density okay yep because meat um, is dense we, there's so much energy stored in there mm, we just we want to keep it light we can't have dense dense stuff so you want to if you if you're intentionally working on your root chakra just do a few days with no meat or just cut back on your red meat yeah yeah um just just while you're going through it you know just think of it as an energy cleanse and then you can eat it again if you want well that makes sense because we hold that big protein chains of meat in our body much longer as well it Mm -hmm. stays and it takes so much longer to digest so I guess if yeah definitely if you're trying to lighten that that's such Mm -hmm. a perfect way to do it is not ask our body to process meat for days that's it makes perfect sense and and i guess one other thing would be too that in our chakras we carry our ancestral trauma and wounds and our past life stuff so sometimes what you're healing or sometimes the weight of the frequency that's sitting in your chakra it might not make sense to this lifetime. Like if we think about people who get like uterus cancer yeah, or cervical cancer and it they get it at like 20 mm. or breast cancer at bowel 20. Bowel cancer, young bowel, bowel cancer. cancer. Yep. Yeah, uh, early onset dementia. Yeah. Like there even any like childhood cancers, heart like anything that you would typically think of as like a later adult life. Yeah. You know, you get to your 40s and you start doing tests every like every time you go to the doctors, it's like all of a sudden you've got these tests you have to do as just part of your yearly schedule. Um those things like it might just think well this this person hasn't even lived their life to know whether How or not does they that work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So quite often it can be not just that you're healing yourself, but that you're healing generations that have passed and generations to come. And mm. you're, you're helping your soul evolve. That's the past life stuff. So be gentle as well, because this might be your your children that, that by giving yourself the self-love and looking after that root chakra, 
you're going to be creating such, you're spiritually parenting them. You're creating such an amazing environment for them to feel safe in their own way. It's monkey see, monkey do at this point. Absolutely. in their little chakras, that frequency of that they've um, not adopted, that they've um, inherited disappears. It's not there. Oh, that was going to be my question. So if you do the work, you know, I'm a parent. If I do my root chakra work, does that flow on for my two kids, even though I've gestated them, born them, it then heals it in them? Okay. Yep, because the chakras are continuously moving. Yep. It's like our aura. It affects them. What I heal in myself heals in them. They don't have to do work on themselves. Absolutely. And it also heals. connection. It also heals the souls of the people that have passed away that you were connected to with that same ancestral trauma. Amazing. Yep. Mm. Yep. I know so I've done it's some like of that shit too. <laughs> yeah, it's like an atomic bomb, okay. and it just dissipates. Just, yep. Yeah, out into all areas Affected. and cleans house. Yeah, yeah. It's yep. like when in a movie, if a bad guy dies, all their undoings or all they all the things that they did in their lifetime disappears as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I yep. love that. Um. So I've also found I thought it might be really lovely. Um towards the end of the episode to read out some nice affirmations for yeah, I like that yeah do you like that okay so I've got seven here okay I'm centered and grounded I love being in my body I have everything I need I am connected to nature I am safe I am present and aware and I am open to abundance and the overall um just like two worder is I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's like a, a mantra. Mm. So I like those. I don't know if I liked that I am open to abundance one, but mm. hey, it's just my personal abundance for me doesn't sit in my root chakra weirdly. But anyway. Um, Would it be maybe attached to like a self-love, self-worth thing. If you don't have, if you don't think you're worthy, then you're never going to accept everything that comes maybe. I don't know. Yeah, potentially, probably. I think I just would have used a different word for that meaning though. Yeah, yeah. Like I am worthy maybe. Yes. Like more simply. Hmm. Makes sense. Um, The other thing too is so I have something that I teach people but um, like in particular my eldest son so, and, and you might've heard me say this before, but I know lots of other people have, um, I just have my own mantra for my root chakra and it's right here, right now. I am safe right here, right now. I belong right here, right now. I am love. Mm. And that's my thing that I say. So I am safe. I belong and I am loved or I am love. Sorry. So, but it starts off with right here, right now, because it's always like when we're not feeling safe or we're not feeling like we belong or we're not feeling supported and worthy and loved it's because we're living in the past and the, f- and the future not in the present not so right. that right in here right moment. now is really important and my son mm. you know he most of the time he just shortens it and he'll just say right here right now right here right now right here right now and that's enough for him to be able to get himself back to where he is and center I love himself that. Mm. I love that yeah it's really connecting to the present moment what yeah. a lovely thing to end on unless I'm wrong and you've got something else to add but I think that's No, perfect. I am good. Thank you so much. So if much. anyone's got any questions, yeah, let us know. And we've got our Patreon live tomorrow night, 7.30. So if you're a Patreon, join us. If not um, and you want to, jump on and register. It's not too late to join us tomorrow night for the live Patreon. I think yep. Shannon's coming along. Um, yes, it'll be the three be. of us. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 7.30 Sydney time, the 23rd, if you're listening and in time. be there or be square. <laughs> Yay. See you then and take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. We love bringing Turns Out She's Psychic to you each week at no cost. So if you like what you hear, please consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We are a small operation researching, coordinating and producing the show ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the costs of making the show. As a thank you, we'll send you out some Tosby tattoos. We'll give you a Patreon shout-out on the podcast. There's a monthly live Q&A, competitions and giveaways, as well as special book and movie review bonus episodes. 
For more details, please click the link in the show notes. Of course, if you want to get in touch, send us an email at tospsychic at gmail.com. We welcome your ghost stories and any questions that you have for myself or Tracy. And we'd love it if you left a review and shared the podcast with your friends and family and give us a follow on Insta at turnsout underscore she's psychic. Bye-bye. Bye.